Hey guys, thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. My name is Isabel here on Media Pendeja. Um, so, you know, today's episode is going to be called WGI, White Girl Influenced. And it's not um, going to be a long episode, um, but I do have a little bit of updates. So just from last week, I had said that um, Chris was coming down to Texas. Um, so he is in Texas right now. Um, I have not seen him yet. Uh, he is about two hours or so away from me. Um, so he's with his family. Uh, you know, it's a work week. I haven't seen him. I really hope to make time and go see him this weekend, but it's also Easter weekend. So I did let him know that maybe that won't happen. I am going to try to still, you know, make some time to go to him, though. Uh, and with that being said, we are, you know, starting to get things moving in terms of getting a place, you know, uh, start living together. Um, a lot of things are up in the air with that just because there is paperwork when it comes to, you know, renting or buying. You got to fill out applications. You got to look around. Um, look at locations, this and that. Um, so that's going to be a process within itself. Um, nothing concrete yet. So we're just getting the ball rolling on that. And I'm really, really excited. Um, I will, you know, maybe make an episode walking through that process whenever I'm done with it. <laughs> right now, I'm like, oh, you know, we haven't even started and I'm overwhelmed. Um, I'm very excited, but, you know, it's still something that is kind of terrifying just because I'm 23 and this is not a process that I feel a lot of 23 year olds are doing. Maybe, maybe they are, and maybe I'm just a little bit slower, but, um, that is my update on, you know, Chris coming back down to Texas. So he's here, he's good. Uh, he's working <laughs> as am I. Um, so we'll just try to make up time for that. Um, and Another update, I was going to say that um, I don't have a lot of feedback on the sound of the podcast itself, but I, I think it's fine. I hope that, you know, it's something that you guys are enjoying, that you can kind of hear me clearly. And finally, um, I just wanted to say once more that this episode is not supposed to be a long episode is going to be pretty quick um, just because I don't have much to say about it. It's just something that I noted. Um, and I do just want to go ahead and, you know, let you guys know that it's not supposed to be offensive in any way. <laughs> it was just, um, you know, something that I was thinking. It was just something that I was thinking about. Sorry. Um, WGI, white girl influenced. We can go ahead and get started. Thanks. <laughs> okay okay so welcome back um like i said this episode is white girl influenced um wgi <laughs> that's kind of just the little acronym that i gave it obviously that's the white girl influenced um so you know uh, I just want to go ahead and start off by saying that this is not supposed to be something negative. It's just something that I've noticed. Um, so some other people may have um, points, you know, about race or this or that, that are valid arguments, but that's not really what I intend for this episode to be. Um, really, um, 
what it means to me is just that uh, the media that I consume has been mainly been provided to me by white women. Um, and I'm not specifically looking for this type of social media or, you know, content, um, but it is just easily accessible uh, in a way. And, um, you know, in streaming services or, you know, in shows that I watch, um, it doesn't bother me um, or I don't notice it as much just because that's kind of always been how that content has been created just with, you know, white main characters and white storylines and this and that. So your Netflixes, your Hulu's, HBO or whatever um, have been um, about white people. Uh, and maybe not always, right? But to me, that's never been something. Oh, I just sent the mic, so I hope you didn't hear that. But <laughs> um, that has never been something that I'm like, you know, caring of i'm more referring to something and maybe not everyone consumes this type of media and that's why i've noticed it i've noticed it in like youtube uh and like instagram particularly i don't have tiktok anymore i that has you know been very good for me because i was really into it um i didn't make them but i would spend countless hours just flipping through them um so i just had to delete it and I did it twice like I deleted it once and then I downloaded it again and um, it was the same cycle so I had to delete a second time um, but you know whenever I deleted TikTok I I was doing really well about not going on Instagram and now I've gotten really into the Instagram reels which I know is like a knockoff of TikTok but you know I'm trying to be better about that I don't want to delete Instagram just because I do like posting photos here and there. Um, but I have always, you know, been a person that has enjoyed vlogs. Why? I don't know. I I feel like people or some people get bored by them. Obviously, there's people that like them. That's why the videos are made, right? But um, it is something that, you know, I have recently noticed is that I follow a bunch of white girls um, and I love their stuff. That's, that's the thing though, like that. And I don't mean it to be negative. Like I love their vlogs. I love the way that they live their life and how they articulate themselves. I think it's really, you know, relatable content. And that's kind of what got or gets to me is that, you know, um, these it girls or that girl, you know, they keep changing the freaking word if it's an it girl or that girl. But, you know, they are very relatable. Um, and it's something that you're not even looking at race because they're doing all of these things that you are doing. And it feels comfortable watching their vlogs. So, you know, whenever, um, and, and it's almost repetitive to the point where it's like, I love and look forward to their, you know, routine because it brings some type of comfort within what I'm doing. Um, so, you know, like their trips to Starbucks, they're going to the grocery store, they're doing, you know, a workout or they're hanging out with their siblings, this or that. Um, so 
um, oh, even their, <laughs> I forgot, sorry, like their morning or nighttime routines that they incorporate. Those are so like relatable, right? Like they're using the same products you are. And it's like, wow, you know, I could be, you know, I could do this. Um, but it's like, you don't. Um, <laughs> uh, and I, I think that's why, and without being really corny or cliche, I kind of started this podcast with that mindset of like, these people are talking about things that, you know, I am familiar with or I've experienced or this or that. And it's like, I, you know, shouldn't have to, or I don't need to watch it. I can create my own content since it is so similar. Um, I will say that the key to a great vlog and, and these white girl influencers are really well, you know, accustomed or have created this format to these um, vlogs, these formulas that make them so successful, is that they do these things that are so relatable, and then they sprinkle in a little bit of glamour that is unrelatable. And it almost makes me feel like that could happen to me. Like, they'll say or do something that is 90% relatable. And then they'll say, oh, but I'm going to an event tonight, blah, 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 come join me. And then they take the camera with them and they do this, or they have a spontaneous trip or um, they go and buy something that is, you know, out of your price range. And that is like, that, that's like a little bit of adrenaline or kind of a rush that you get watching something way out of the ordinary come from something that was originally so familiar to you. And I, I think that's why people keep coming back or they're like, oh, this, you know, this can happen to me. And it might happen to people. Obviously people are making purchases and going on trips all the time, but it is like a little bit of a step further um, in these videos and how they kind of edit that type of glamor into their, you know, life. Um, so I think that's kind of the catch. Um, but I would like for it to be a space, um, you know, occupied by everyone. I think that could work, you know, that formula that is used by these white girl influencers could be easily used by other people. And it does not necessarily have to be glamour that they're, you know, highlighting. Um, so obviously we're not all living the same lives. And um, I think it's pretty you know, smart to kind of highlight your struggles as well. So if you as a person could share, um, you know, your normal day-to-day -day routine and then you film or, you know, talk about struggles that you're dealing with, um, that is not necessarily relatable to middle class white girls or upper middle class or upper class um, white girls, I think you could still find your audience because I don't relate to these, you know, um, white girl influencers 100%. It is that 90% that you're relating to that everyone um, can relate to of the going to the store or getting gas or buying a coffee. Like everyone does that. Um, so I think that formula can work with anyone um, just because everyone has their own niche. You sparkle in your 10% of, you know, 
that uniqueness that you have and i feel like that would work perfectly well as well <laughs> um that was a lot of wells in one sentence but that's kind of the point that i'm getting to that we've been like white girl influenced that we'll have this you know glamorous you know event or you know thing happened in our life out of nowhere um or that you've been planning and it just you're gonna sprinkle it in not everyone's gonna do that you know not everyone's um working from home when i you know i'm talking out of my ass when i say that one because i am working from home but you know some people are working nine to five they have to drive to and from work they have to be very disciplined they have to meal prep and they can't make um dinner out of you know thin air 30 minutes before and have that free time um you know there are people who don't have a car and may take public transportation but that stuff is still very interesting to see there are some people who you know have roommates and are not married or there are some people who live with their parents like right now i'm living with my parents and that's like perfectly fine um and it's relatable to a certain group that is not necessarily you know thinking that that is glamour but it's still relatable um so i can kind of think that this was um a podcast trying to highlight that and more so um letting people know that just because the content that we are consuming is saturated by these white people um does not mean that your you know life or your routine or the differences that you you know go through or struggles or you know um fun (laughs) events or entertainment or parties that you go to are less um important or less you know glamorous um i know i keep using that word but that's kind of what i think about it you know because i see certain parties that you know sometimes they'll um vlog parties and i'm not thinking of one influencer in particular i'm more so thinking of like um any vlog that i could have ever seen they always have like <laughs> descriptions in the title where it's like a week with me um go grocery shopping um working out and an event or um you know buying a new car um and i dyed my hair or something like that <laughs> where it's like something really really small and then there's something big and you're like oh let's click on that one let's see how interesting that is i would love to see vlogs that are like you know doing my homework and whoops i saw um you know uh, an ambulance drive by me while going to work or something like <laughs> you know it's like i uh, my car broke down so i had to take the bus you know follow that experience with me um that's something that i think <laughs> without being funny is interesting i would really like to see people's experience um and i think it would build a space for other people it would almost even bring promotions and advertising you see the same ones all the time you would bring out these people to want to collaborate with you that would have otherwise not you know (laughs) that would because there is no media to you know advertise to people that are relatable to you that this and that um i think it would work very well maybe this is me just trying to um take a you know stab at marketing and this and that but i just think it's very interesting and like i said this is not meant to poke fun at the white girl the white girl influencers the girlies whatever 
Um, I love their stuff. Like I said, I will continue to watch. I think they are so fun. Um, but I found that in my day to day life, like once I start really looking at them, it's like, this is not even, you know, what makes them stand out is that 10% of uniqueness. Um, and they get you with being relatable that 90%. Um, it's almost like you're talking to your friends where it's like, hey, what did you do this weekend? And they're sharing all of that information and you're like spilling gossip. And then they g give you a tea, you know, trying to be, you know, a little bit more Gen Z. They, they give you that information, that gossip, chisme, um, that really makes the talk go up another level than it would be if just like, hey, how are you? You know, <laughs> um, so that's kind of what I'm getting at. Um, I... I'm not a vlogger. I probably won't try this formula myself, but I think it's fun. I think that has found a lot of success on TikTok, if I'm being honest. I see a lot of people, you know, kind of vlog their life. I've seen even Mexican-American girls. Um, uh, when I did have TikTok, you know, they would show these, not reels, I don't know what TikToks are called, I guess just TikTok videos. Um, they would show kind of like their um, day in the life with a TikTok. And I found those so relatable. And the background music would be like Los Tigres del Norte or something like that. That was great. I used to love those um, just because it is more familiar. They would be like drinking their coffee with like a um, pan dulce. Um, so I think that has gotten some type of you know, attention, um, some flavor in those, but I still don't see it a lot on YouTube. And I will be honest, I don't see it a lot on Instagram Reels. Maybe I just have a very whitewashed um, Instagram Reel page, but um, I, I think it's fun. And I, I really hope that people um, will move more towards that. And I, I hope that that doesn't mean that I am encouraging, you know, airing out all of your information. I want to say that you know just directly that there are some videos that i used to see as well where they would share very deep maybe i would say almost traumatizing experiences as a form to gain you know attention or to kind of um you know share it, it was almost like a facade like a fake way of sharing or trying to seem relatable with a very severe experience that you would otherwise not share. Um, while I, you know, if you really have recovered and you think that's, you know, okay, and you're fine with that, I guess that's okay. That's not really what I mean, though. I mean more so, um, I mean more experiences that we can all share that is not necessarily defined by just yourself so again it's like you and other people have experienced it um uh so you know what i actually take it back i i, I can't really say to share something that would be your own niche and then you know say but don't share the traumatic stuff um i guess if people do feel empowered by sharing that information and others say hey i've experienced this too i guess it's not a bad thing i think it can be a little bit dark for others who haven't but um, I guess if it feels okay to you as a person who has experienced something, you know, to you, it's just sharing information, kind of like a PSA. Um, so 
you know, even just right now, I just changed my mind. <laughs> but I, I hope that it does, you know, empower people to share their experiences because it's not all whitewashed and it's all not not valuable. Wait, those two knots. Forget it. I'm talking way too much now. This was supposed to be a short episode, and I think that the white girlies deserve their spot and they've done their due diligence and i think now other people can go ahead and kind of um not necessarily bandwagon but kind of um share along with them um just how life is and looks like from their point of view um i think that is very refreshing and i really hope to see more of that soon but that was today's episode um i didn't have any much more to share. Um, like always, you can always check out my website at mediapendeja.wordpress.com or you can email me um, at mediapendeja at gmail.com. I'd be very happy to take an email, maybe a you know question here or there at the end of the month. Like I said, I do want to start doing that segment of Chit Chat with Chave, um, which is me where I answer questions or any other type of smaller topics that don't need an entire podcast episode. But I'll be back next week. I will share more updates. um, And I will also come back with a new episode. I hope to see you soon. Well, I guess I'll hope to speak to you soon. Thanks. Bye. (laughs)